2: Dooms and Tumblr
0: welcome 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 to tunes and tumblers by atwood magazine listening to music is more than an auditory experience tunes and tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes we invite you to bring out your intermixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique immersive and thoroughly delicious perspective so put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us I'm your host, Anthony, and I don't know about you, but I've been vibing pretty hard lately. You might say I've been picking up good vibrations. All this summer weather in February down here in Sierra Madre has me in a bit of a revival. And if you have any hate mail for these terrible puns, I put producer Drew's address in the episode description below, along with his work schedule and a list of his food allergies. Please get on this big vibe responsibly. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I found a couple of fellow vibe surfers waiting for Kanye's latest clothing drop and asked them to join me on the show today, and they are...
3: Ryan, your music connoisseur.
0: And Pedro, your mixologist. And our guest today is a fellow connoisseur of good vibes. He's a Lebanese-Palestinian rapper based in Washington, D.C., who fuses ear candy melodies, sublime rhyme scheming, and vulnerable lyricism into an ear candy fusion of pop, hip-hop, and R&B. He gained international attention after an Instagram live appearance where the pop heavy hitter Justin Bieber praised his songs in no uncertain terms. And it's easy to see why. His music is bursting at the seams with an infectious positivity that's netted him a combined 1.1 million followers on Instagram and TikTok. We're so excited to catch him on his way to becoming a household name. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Anise to the pod. Woo! I've be been, I've been, I've been
2: drunk on myself for a while now. Living a dream, treating myself like thinking I was made to be. Man, I've been drunk on myself for a while now. I got everything I want, not a single reason to find no one in love with me. I thirsty, thirsty. Found everything I want in me when I Surged deep and I found Everything I want in me Now I'm cursedly feeling worth it deservedly. I feel like I'm chilling with the
0: boys <laughs> 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 And we're happy to have you Thanks for joining us and like I said Really we have Pedro here to thank He turned us on to your music and I was like Okay, Pedro, you're good for more than one thing. You're you're there's a reason we keep you around besides just you making sound the like nice and looking mother.
4: pretty. <laughs> hey, everybody needs a Pedro in their life. You know what I'm saying? Because we all get used to listening to the same artist over and over again. And it's the Pedros in our lives that expand our palette, that keep our horizons widening.
1: And you're all welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and i'm not exaggerating when i say this is some of the best stuff we've gotten to talk about on this show and i can't wait to dive in but first let's catch up a little bit it's been a couple of weeks we're nice and refreshed i'm sure that we've been diving into some great music in fact let's start with pedro our our tastemaker here uh what have you
1: been listening to lately (laughs) it's funny that uh you mentioned new music because all i've been listening to lately is much older shit with uh, when we were young festival coming up and everything it sort of got me going back to some some stuff I used to listen to like in junior high, high school, um, especially like the All American Rejects first album, the self-titled album. I forgot how much I love that album. And I'm just like in my car singing like an idiot lately. And it is just so much fun to go back and listen to. Um, so, hey, if you haven't heard it before, I I don't know what your deal is. But uh, if, if you if you remember, go back. It's it's still good. Wait, are you going to a uh, Millennial Firefest?
0: Is that or seeing Kid Firefest? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. I-, I can I guess I can go next. Um, so recently I've been listening to the latest record by Joywave. Um, by the time that this episode comes out, my review of it and interview with Daniel Armbruster, the lead singer, will be on Atwood magazine's main page, so go check that out. Uh, so if you don't know them they're known for the songs tongues destruction dangerous with big data you probably have heard at least one of those and this is their first album since the start of the pandemic and it's so weird they released their last album possession literal days before the first lockdown of covid 19 which essentially killed the album cycle right when it landed and so like they did a reset Daniel was like, first, ah, oh, this is like so frustrating. But then like, there are literal people dying. My, I am the least affected by this. <laughs> and so he wrote these new songs as, uh, I'm going to quote him, the words, encouragement and occasional cautions that he would share with you if this was the last time you spoke to him. And despite <laughs> it being pretty like, uh, you know, uh, introspective and and kind of foreboding, it, it's pretty freaking good. Like, personally, I've never been a huge Joywave fan. I've always liked listening to their music, but this set of songs, it's just tight, it's cohesive, it's thematically resonant, and it's got really juicy hooks. Highly recommend for anyone wanting some, like, really rich dystopian electropop. My favorite album of theirs, go read the article, go listen to it. Joywave, mm. cleanse.
3: <laughs> I want to hear what Denise has been listening to you know uh it's a mix (laughs) it's a mix
4: um i've really been into pink sweats lately like i feel like pink sweats is an artist for me i'm i'm inspired to see what he does i mean i'm inspired to um when i was so i was like road tripping home from michigan um a few weeks ago and i put on the album and um for me i was like damn like he is not only um in a similar lane um to what i'm trying to do but like. He's not bending to certain uh, norms. The album wasn't so like a lot of times you find the albums redundant, but like songs were, it, it was uh complimentary, but not redundant. Um, I loved it. Um, You know, heaven, paradise, uh, magic, like those songs really hit me. So I've been listening to pink sweats. Um, I've been listening to a little bit of Stevie wonder lately. I mean, who doesn't, mm. um, you know, I was kind of raised on Stevie and um you know music from that era my parents kind of steeped me in the classics so yeah I'd say between Pink Sweats and Stevie Wonder I've been running it back and forth
3: hell yeah love that. damn there was a rumor I had heard that Stevie Wonder was doing a little lounge set in Westwood a few years ago and he was doing a little medley and he broke out a little snippet of dangerous the big data song which I would love bringing it all I would together love to we need to that. find the footage oh we my find god footage. I know. I, I yeah. We need to find it. It's
1: out there. The truth is out there. He's We're got such. It. He's got such a touch. He makes shit so magical when he covers other people's songs.
3: That would be. I think he probably recorded it, and they had to take it down because it would have been too sexy. I think. <laughs> I mean, that's too powerful, right? I mean, think about that. Pregnancy rates that.
1: are up. We can't. <laughs> the hospitals can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I've, I've been in a little bit of both. I mean, in terms of new stuff, Warpaint just released a new single. I've been a longtime fan, and this one's called Champion. It feels very straightforward for them. Um, I'm super excited. They're going to have an album. It's been about six years. Um, I remember seeing them at FYF ages ago and just being completely blown away. I've been going back to the classics as well. I recently came across this cassette of Now That's What I'll Call Music 2. Oh, um, my God. Well, it, I got it, like, the day after uh, Meatloaf passed away, rest in peace. Oh, shit. And um, there's a Meatloaf song on here. But the most perplexing thing on here was an artist called Michael Learns to Rock. Does that ring a <laughs> bell for anybody? No. I, I don't know if Michael indeed ever learned to rock, but the song is called That's Why <laughs> You Go Away. And you go away is in parentheses. <laughs> it's just such of, of that time um so some good ballads in there tina turner's golden eye is on there from, oh damn yeah so anyway
4: are they still doing now is there still now are the numbers still running up
3: they're still i mean i don't know how the numbers are but they're still putting out those compilations yeah, they're, they're up they're up there and there's Wait, uk there's nows
4: line. and now once i get on the now set list that's it i can quit
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah i mean you kind of have made it in some way haven't you once you once you're on now
0: well, as a quick reminder, every song we mention on the show goes directly onto the accompanying playlist down in the episode description. And if you're an artist or are just listening to something you love, drop into our DMs. We get a lot of good stuff in our inbox and we'd love to shout you out in this segment.
1: Wait, hold on. Did Michael Learns to Rock just get new life on our show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? They don't need
3: new life, man. I looked at their streaming and it's like that song has like something insane, like 50 million or something.
0: It's the tunes and Tumblers bump. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I'm feeling a bit parched. Who's ready to head into the bar and get that taken care of? But first, the bouncer needs to make sure everyone here is of age. Anise, did you bring an ID to show him? You know,
4: I did actually. Um, back here in my car,
0: I propped it
4: up
2: so I could have ease of access. But back here in my car, I keep... A uh, Domino's pizza box. (laughs) Oh, wow.
4: (laughs) is my ID. It's a large, it's a large too. It's a large, I guess the large faded. Nope, there it is. It's a large.
1: (laughs) 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 Do you just carry that with you to get into anywhere? Like I'm just delivering this pizza. I need to get backstage.
4: (laughs) That's actually the beautiful thing is that if you have enough Domino's uh, regalia, you can do anything you want. I have, you know, if you were to keep a topper right on top of the car, like the magnet, you could pull into any driveway, any, you know, private way. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was where the delivery I'll, I'll leave, you know, but uh, I keep it back there because um, it's like a reminder for me. I delivered for Domino's on and off for 10 years. Um, And, you know, I learned everything that really led me to my, you know, where I am now as an artist delivering pizzas. Like I learned people skills, finesse, hustle, perseverance. I learned all the, were truly vital qualities that i didn't learn in school i learned in this car delivering you know these guys and so i keep it back there so that you know if i'm ever like feeling some type of way i just look back there and i know it's like i'm still that dude wow
1: i feel like That's, i feel like jobs like that tend to get sort of uh dismissed as like menial and stuff but you can learn anything from any job no matter how small it is or how like ridiculous you think it is
4: 100 percent, and i think that like especially for me, I worked there during like all stages of formative years, like high school, college, law school, um, even a little bit after law school. So it's like throughout all the stages of my life, like different parts of me were being formed whipping pizzas. And you're right. Like it is, it is dismissed, which kind of even plays more into it. Like it's humbling, like, you know, doing humbling work kind of nurtures your soul. And if you're doing it long enough, hopefully like you'll gain like spiritual clarity. Like I, I think I literally delivering pizzas for Domino's was literally like a spiritual practice for me.
3: Do you you have a song that you associate with that time and specifically or an album?
4: Ooh, um, not of my own, but if I were to think of like somebody else's, um, I can tell you this, uh, when I first started delivering pizzas, I listened to a lot of Ed Sheeran's plus album. Like a lot of it, <laughs> like I ran that thing back and forth, but I don't think it defines that, like, what the time meant to me. I think, um, let me think about that. And, and then in the middle of the conversation, I'll when it comes It'll to come me, up. I'll interrupt someone and I'll just <laughs> spit it out.
3: Perfect. Perfect.
0: <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Delivering for Domino's will help you reach nirvana, spiritual
1: enlightenment. So apply now. This is like a whole marketing campaign we need to call. They need to throw me a bag straight up, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For real. If
0: we've learned anything on this show is that if you talk about a brand uh, long enough, they will send you stuff.
1: (laughs) It's true. It's actually true.
0: Go on to our Instagram page right now to see a live unboxing of all the shit Topo Chico sent us. Do it. Do it right (laughs) now. Pause the show. Go and check that out.
4: Shout out Topo Chico.
0: Yep. (laughs) Well, it looks like that is indeed a valid form of ID, and all access, you know,
1: all access.
0: Yes, yes. The bars here in Sierra Madre tend to be pretty lax, and our bouncer is a big fan of Domino's. So, welcome, welcome to the Toons and Tumblers Bar. Let's get these vibes going, everyone. Ryan, what are we bumping on the jukebox today? Uh, today we're bumping Slip. The uh, recent single from Anise. this pressure to keep
2: you with forever, cause I see what you do when you're not thinking I'd be a damn fool if I let you slip. Yeah. Slip out my grip, and I'm never trying to control you. But I can't take that risk, not with this. No. Yeah. No, I can't take that risk, not when I see what you do when you're not thinking I'd be a damn
0: fool. Yeah, love it. And if we're looking for a in a nutshell, I'm think this is it. It's a feel-good breath of fresh air. It's got this infectious guitar riff and your rapid-fire lyrics all about lost love, but in in a good or sorry, no, not about lost love, being lost in love, a very different thing. And it's this piece of escapism, but I think it's like the type that encourages you to be kind to yourself and it fills you up with these good feelings that I think we often deny ourselves. Plus it's impossible not to dance to. When I was writing like my my intros and everything last night I was just bopping around and you know it's kind of hard to see the screen and I messed up a few times while I was writing so.
4: All good all good that's good music
0: then. <laughs> Absolutely and I think that we need something we can sip while we slip. Pedro what's the special on the sandwich board today?
1: <laughs> um, all right so as we said this song's a lot about being lost in love and and sort of escapism and everything but it, it it is. It's a different kind of escapism for me. It's almost the kind of escapism where it it invites you to stop worrying about what's gonna happen, what has happened, and all that, and sort of escape into the present and literally just like go outside, smell the flowers, look at the sky. Like it's about love, but it's also just it just it just fills you with happiness listening to this song. And so I kind of wanted to make something that sort of represents like the outdoorsiness and just sort of enjoying your surroundings and like loving being. Alive and around such beautiful things. So, um, I chose some very like botanical ingredients, starting with gin. It's like, you know, very, very herbal, very strong, but delicious. Um, and then I added some lime juice and I put in a little blue curacao just for that sort of that blue sky aspect of it. Um, and then I added some rose water for sort of the aspect of love and then some uh, lavender extract as well, sort of a calming, um, very fragrant. Uh, uh, ingredient, um, and then just sort of topped it off with tonic water and and garnished it with this lemon to sort of look like a, a little sun coming out, um, so so this is the drink. I have nothing else to call it but a slip. Like, That's
4: what's up. I, that is the official slip drink. That like that ass. Like
1: I will make that tonight. Hell yes. I'll 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 get you the uh, I'll get you the recipe then. Hey. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> cheers, everybody.
0: And i tell you, a track this bubbly deserves the Anthony special as well, as I mentioned. A cool, refreshing bottle of Topo Chico. Send us more shit. Cheers. <laughs>
1: I actually also forgot <laughs> to mention there's also like a whole fresh passion fruit in there because, I mean, it's like happy, fruity, deliciousness. And it's a passionate song. Exactly.
0: Before we start the interview, I just want to remind Tunes and Tumblr fam just jump down into the episode description, scroll all the way to the bottom. And if you want to help Pedro uh, with all of the ingredients, getting us like nice, fresh stuff to make, donate. We have a little donate d- donate button. And all of that goes to making slips for all of us. So yeah, you, you help make the show possible, listeners. And I think it's time that we started this wrap session. And I, I want to just get right into it. Anis, you've stated that you believe passionately that music is meant to help heal others. How have you seen that happen in your experience?
4: Oh, man, so many ways. Um, I think music is medicine, but um, just like medicine, um, there's a wide range, right? And I think music is in itself a whole pharmacy, right? Like um, there's music that you use just when you need to escape, because sometimes we need to. Sometimes that's good for our sanity. Um, there's music that you use for catharsis, you know to to actually let whatever you're struggling with come to the forefront, face it, you know, to run towards it and and um, sort of alleviate burdens. There's music and and then and that's I'm talking about listening to music in these contexts. Then there's the practice of making music, um, which can be a practice of meditation. can be a spiritual practice. It can be something that, um, whether it's writing lyrics or you know creating music through you know instruments, it's a practice of expression that allows us, I think, and at least in my experience, to process human emotion. Because that's all, for me, what music is, is just a storytelling of the human experience, which is comprised of so many emotions, right? Um, joy, sorrow, laughter, um, nostalgia, excitement, fear, whatever it is, right? We tell it all in music. Uh, for me, most so with my lyrics, um, with my songwriting. Um, And so, yeah, like I found that whether as a listener or as a uh, music maker, um, my soul is always engaged when music is being played or being made Um, equal parts as a consumer and as a creator, I'd say, you know, sometimes when I listen to another artist's music, um, sometimes it's not even the words for me. Sometimes it's just the feel, it's the vibe, it's the energy of the song. But sometimes it is the worst. Sometimes, you know, if I'm listening, one of my favorite artists is John Mayer. And um, sometimes when I'm listening to John Mayer, um, I feel as though he's speaking about my life. And I'm like feeling in that moment a phenomena that I can describe in a few ways. One, I don't feel as alone, right? Because we can feel lonely at times as humans. And it's hard to heal when you feel um, that you are, in some senses, like a, um, a black sheep, in some senses, that you feel you are like, unrelatable right but then when you hear an artist um tell the story of their own life and you feel as though it's yours you feel connected you feel in communion with someone Um, and um you know i'd say also sometimes when i'm listening to other people's music i um allow myself to just cool off you know i allow my especially right now the age we live in the digital age where it's just constant stimulant you know one after the next after the next after the next um algorithms notifications whatever um sometimes music is just a great way to let everything fade into the background and be present um it's like and that and that's what i mean when i say it's like a meditation because um like meditation for me has always been um mindfulness on one th- on 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 one present thing whether it's your breath or a mantra or a prayer um but music can be that thing that you focus on to be mindful, to meditate. Um, I think it's inherently spiritual. I think it's inherently a healing, um, a healing device. And even if people don't know they're using it for that, they are always using it for that.
0: I like that. It's, it's very intentional. And I think that there's this, especially in the West, this, uh, this, this notion that meditation is supposed to be about getting rid of all your thoughts, just like going blank, but that's not it at all. It's, it's about noticing what is going on with you at that time. And I completely agree that music can do that. Like a song could be about anything and it reveals a little bit of what your inner experience is as you're listening to it.
4: Somebody could have written it about this, but for you, it, it evokes that, you know, and that's why it's like so, um, so limitless and so boundaryless and so inclusive. I love it.
3: Can you think of any examples of a song of yours that have gone viral, have been used in a way that you didn't expect that was kind of a pleasant surprise? It's happening
4: right now, actually. Um, And it's an unreleased song. So I've got my song Sun and Moon. I wrote it about love. I wrote it about romantic love, about my wife, right? Um, That's when I write love songs, that's where the inspiration comes from. And the lyrics, I didn't realize when I wrote... Like when I wrote Slip, uh, which is also a love song, Like there are some lyrics that perhaps um, carve out the space for the song. Like you, it's hard, you can construe it how you want, but it's not as open-ended. Sun and Moon, I didn't realize this when I was writing it, but the lyrics could truly be non-romantic. And the song is going viral on Instagram right now on Reels. And the whole trend is father and daughter videos. The whole trend is like, oh. um, you know, dads showcasing their, their baby girls. Um, and I think it's like the most wholesome, beautiful thing ever. And then it only triggered in my mind after I'm like, as I was singing the lyrics, I'm like, yeah, I guess that makes perfect sense. Like there's no reason why this had to be romantic.
1: Sometimes those are the best, like when they're just vague enough to mean anything.
4: Yeah. Like just vague enough. Cause like if it had been too vague, it's like, what does it even mean? (laughs) If it's too specific, it's, it's right there in like the not too hot, not too cold. Take this how you want middle ground area
3: completely yeah that's the mark of a real timeless song
4: you guys should check the videos out there hella cute i'll share them with you
3: (laughs) yeah please do that's like yeah like thinking of those timeless songs that yeah can be used in any context yeah those are yeah those are the keepers i mean your your song elton john you know is a great example um there's probably much better ones than than that but that was just one that popped into popped into my mind so it's unreleased Okay. All right. All right. But it's coming out. It's the next one out and it's going to, I'm telling y'all like
4: just I'll say this right now because this is the first, you know, uh, I've spoken about it publicly in like a forum, but like this song right now, I'm letting y'all know it's the one, it's the one when we look back, when it, it, when it proves to be the one, we'll look back at this conversation. Like I just, I will manifest that publicly because I know it. Um, and there's been so much affirmation in so many different ways that, that, I just can't help but to believe I know it's the one, so
0: do you know when we can expect it? <laughs> it's next up i think I think it's safe to say you can expect it in March. So oh, hell yeah, you hear it here, folks. I need you to freeze my body and and unthaw <laughs> me in in March.
1: I'll just
3: pack you in some snow. Wake me up when February ends. <laughs> wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
4: that slip looks bomb, by the way. How is it?
1: It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Like, so it's, I mean, like, all the flavors are really strong, right? But then, like, the tonic water just comes in and just, like, smooths it all out. So it's, like, uh, it's really floral, but, like, I'm I'm loving it. It's
4: a truly adult drink, but it's giving Baja Blast energy, and I'm loving that.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, it is a truly adult drink, and it's totally giving Baja Blast, AMF. It's got this electric blue thing going on. It, it's true. It's deceiving. It's deceiving for adults by adults.
4: Like we were just saying, you know, it, some songs, they are this, but other people can <laughs> channel that drink is truly slip, But it's if true. someone wants to experience Baja Blast with it, it's there for them.
1: <laughs> if you won't be caught at a Taco Bell, this is the drink for you. That's it. <laughs>
0: Speaking of Baja Blast, Pedro, I'm wondering if you can make that as kind of like a, a crushed ice drink. Like a like a like a Slurpee,
1: like this one,
0: yeah. Mm. Just in the way that you can like a frozen Baja Blast at Taco Bell. I feel like putting it over
1: crushed ice would be delicious. Mm. I don't know if it's sweet enough for a slushy drink, though. You know what uh-huh. I mean. You know what I mean. Gotcha. You know yeah, I mean? we
3: weren't we weren't asking Pedro. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, i shit. want like a
3: new orleans style one to walk around with you hear
1: me <laughs> I, want one in the, I want one in the machine mixing constantly <laughs> yeah a laundry laundromat <laughs> i mean they did it with vodka red bulls so may- maybe there's hope well getting back to the interview i think
0: that on this show we tend to veer a little darker and introspective and i think that might be because at least in our experience difficult emotions are the one that we assume take the most reflection to sort out and happiness for whatever reason is seen as less complicated and therefore quote unquote trivial. Do you think that positivity is given a bad rap in the world of art? Ooh,
4: wow. Uh, I'm not sure if it's given a bad rap. I definitely think sometimes people associate it with, um, corny. I think some people, um, it's just, look, uh sadness and uh despair and anguish are more seductive right they're more seductive because they just have this more nighttime energy they have this more in your feels energy uh they're easier i'd say to um to feel um like a sadder song a a more heartbreak song is easier to tap in with it's easier to like it can more easily trigger that same emotion in you right um because when you when you hear those songs and then you remember the emotion that you feel that helps you relate to that song um i don't know i think it's easy to to lean into like self pity or um and it's no judgment because we all need music for that purpose we all definitely need music for the sad moments and for the you know the heartbreak Um, But I think it's easier that way. I think sometimes with happier music um, and I guess there's a distinction I draw between happiness and joy, right? Because I think um, there are songs that are exciting. And in that sense, you might think they make you happy, but they don't bring you any joy. Um, And I'm trying to make songs that bring people joy. Like I'm trying to make music that dares to dig a little deeper, you know, Um, and it's tough. Like it's, that's a big endeavor to try to make someone feel something so real in two or three minutes, four minutes. To get to your original question of like, do I think happiness gets a bad rep? Um, I think it's, there's a fine line between happy and corny in many people's minds. And um, for me, I think that the way to navigate that line is to make sure it's authentic. The moment I start making music that's um, happy just for the sake of being happy, or happy just for the sake of coming across happy. I think that would be corny. Um, I just happen to be like a very joyful person. Like this point in my life, I'm experiencing a lot of bliss. Um, And I have also gone through dark times. I've been, I've had my own struggles with like mental health and I've had my own um, valleys in life that were not fun. But right now I've finally reached a point in my life where like every day is blissful. Um, and so it's, it's, it feels very natural for me to make happy music, but do it authentically. So, um, I'm trying to maybe buck the trend and, you know, in that sense, I'd lo- I'd love if one of the only impacts I have as an artist is that like more people are encouraged to make, make like, you know, happier, joyful, grateful music. Um, I- I'd be very pleased if I could contribute
0: to that. Uh it reminds me of this uh practice of meditation I started recently uh, that is supposed to cultivate gratitude. Uh are you familiar with Niken at all? No. So it's this Japanese uh form of meditation that it, it takes it, it seems on its face like it would be kind of self-defeating but it it's had the opposite effect on me. You take 10 minutes and you focus on a person or a thing or your life in general and you write down what you have received from them. And then you take 10 minutes and you write what you have given to them. And then you take 10 minutes and write how you have inconvenienced them. And at the end, you kind of realize that for as much space as you take up, you, your life is possible because of the generosity of others. Like down to the point where it's like, I am grateful for the clothes on my back for existing, this table that I'm sitting at, the incredible technology that has made c- connection possible. And there is literally no place in your life that hasn't been touched by others. It's, it it kind of changes your perspective from, yeah, it changes your perspective from the world owes me something to the world has given me all this. Yep. Cultivating joy.
4: That's gratitude, man. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like, you know, like, why can't music be that as well? You know, so many meditative practices um, or like prayers or however you would like to experience it um, require you to ponder on those things. Think on those things. Say those things out loud. Right. We speak about affirmation, like especially right now, people talk about like affirmations and self-love is becoming more um publicly accessible than before more popular more trendy and sometimes when things become trendy people see them as corny or whatever but why can't music be the same why can't we make songs that are that are just full of affirmations why can't we make music that accomplishes that same purpose that an affirmation does you know um that that makes you feel more in love with yourself that makes you feel like you said more grateful to just be and just to be here i mean we're so we're so i don't think we often perceive how ridiculously lucky we are (laughs) you know Uh just to just to be here at this time right now you know having this conversation is so much the odd we defeated the odds
0: and i think your song drunk on myself is like just a perfect example of that i even love the the album art where it's just looking at your young self in the mirror that was fun to make oh yeah great
1: stuff (laughs) when i first heard your music it like the authenticity absolutely came through like it wasn't thank you it wasn't a yeah like i mean like you said cuz it can be it, that, that kind of stuff can absolutely be corny and it does and like when it when songs are like too happy and like you can totally tell and it's just like oh, god i can't stand it but yeah no i i listen to your music and it's it's not it's not coming from a place of fake uh <laughs> it's just you know the fake uplifting trend that it is that's going on right now a lot of times i think people have a hard time like myself included i think people have a hard time like just letting themselves sit in like happiness and joy and contentment like there's always another shoe about to fall like i'm, I'm like i'm definitely that person where i'm like things are going really well something bad's coming like that's a hundred percent me I think of this
3: quote from this director called Jerry Menzel, who's a Czech New Wave director. And he said, we all know that life is cruel and sad. What's the point of demonstrating this in films? Let us show how brave we are by laughing at life. And let us not consider that laughter to be an expression of cynicism, but rather of reconciliation.
1: Mike, drop, Ryan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always held on to that one from film, uh, from from our film program, because I just thought it was...
1: That's a great quote.
3: Yeah, you can you can you can definitely drown in negativity a bit. And, but yeah, I, I just let, we all know life is
1: fucked up. I mean, so. (laughs) You might as well enjoy the good times. Might as well enjoy the stuff that makes you happy while you can.
4: I also think, you know, just because we live right now in the social media age, it's hard to just be content. Right. Um, I think our brains, especially the younger generation, I think, you know, all of us are, from what I gather, maybe I'm making an assumption here. At least old enough that we knew a time where social media wasn't so ever present. Um, but now these kids grow up, and it's from from the jump. Like it yeah. is how they're be. It's how they're learning. It's how they're watching children's stuff. Like so, social media being so foundational and so formative. I feel like it's tough to be content if that's what you know, because social media is not geared towards contentment. It's geared towards yeah. like stimulation, like it's geared towards commoditization. So, you know, if that's how your brain, if that's the ocean that your brain grew up swimming in, it's very tough to just sit and be content. Yeah. It's because that's not what you know. You don't know that. You know more, more, yeah. more. You know, you know mm. now, now, now. And um, that's why it's scary to sit in silence. It's scary to meditate it's scary to sometimes just acknowledge that you're happy because to acknowledge that you're happy is to acknowledge that you don't need something else right but when that's not what it feels like it feels very like um like um contradictory it feels like you're at odds with what's that called um um when you're at odds with the reality that you perceive cognitive oh,
0: dis-
1: yes they, that's yeah. it that's the one. Well, cognitive sad. dissonance. It's hard to be content with all this content.
0: <laughs> hey,
4: don't mind if I use that in a song. <laughs> please, please do.
1: Please do. That would I would die.
4: Yo, I really might.
1: <laughs> it's yours. You heard it here. It's yours, legally binding. That
3: that feels like a, also like something like a joy wave meditation would like that feels like something they would also <laughs> like a theme, like a dystopian. You know? Use it
1: now. Hurry.
4: <laughs> Don't put this episode out and until I finish that. Song. <laughs> until it gets in the studio.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately we're kind of coming up to the end of the conversation, but like I do at the end of all of these, I kinda wanna ask a question of the group. And I thought that this was really fun when I was reading about it, but Anise, you've been featured on over twenty-five Spotify editorial playlists with names like Study Break varsity bars, longboard vibes. It's like a huge list. So everyone, if you were to describe your personality and vibe in the title of a Spotify playlist, what would it be?
3: Gently fucked vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, mine would be uh,
0: uh,
3: Street Fisherman.
0: <laughs> I I actually
3: there's no explanation.
0: <laughs> Love that for you.
3: That's a good question. There's so many, There's so much
4: variety to play with here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll go with mood booster. Um, not because I think I'm inherently this person who just like boosts other people's moods, but because I want to be, um, I really want, like I feel that that's always been my role in my life in varying stages of life, like with my friends and when I would work at summer camps and, I feel like that's one of my skill sets, just connecting with other humans, being just like a people's people and a guy's guy. I feel like that's always been my thing. Like I'm one for the homies and I'm always trying to make sure that the vibes are right with the homies and that the energy is right and that the mood is right. So I think that I will say Mood Booster and hopefully become, you know, strive to make that even truer about myself.
1: Mm. I like that. Nice. i might have to say bedroom disco. Yes, I love. Uh, I mean, I love going out and socializing and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. But sometimes my favorite times are just being in my room, vibing to music. Sometimes dancing, doesn't matter. Bedroom disco. I dig it.
0: I've been turning over a few in my mind, but I think like right now, especially you know, with uh, with the revival of all the music that I loved as a kid, I would say Warp Tour Geezer. That's me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: geriatric millennial
0: yes (laughs) we get in there the youngest is
1: geriatric gerard yes he has
0: aged but he still got it
3: spotify i think we i think it's worth noting that spotify's playlists have become i mean there's like a range of the types of spotify playlists like there are the ones that are just like the straight up payola playlists like you know (laughs) like old school radio like (laughs) you know this is the playlist that you know Rike's an artist. You t- yeah, there's that, but then there's the actual curatorial ones that are interesting and sort of abstract, you know, like Lorem or whatever that one is, or Pollen, you know, it's sort of <laughs> yeah. like it's somewhat lo-fi, but poppy, but then Billie Eilish gets on it somehow. But, um, but then the actual ag- algorithm's really strong, so it's really improved in a lot of ways, but the one thing that they haven't quite figured out to me, like, I just saw one recently that was called Big on the Internet, and it has somebody... <laughs> taking a selfie and it's so it feels like it's from 2009 and i just don't know (laughs) who's picking the images it's not quite it's not quite lining up um but the recommendations are great i'm sure it's a bunch of tiktok hits yeah but it feels like an adult all the songs are just 30 second clips (laughs) the songs are feel very tiktok but the the art that accompanies the playlist and the title often feels out of step like, it feels mm. like a geriatric millennial is doing <laughs> it, but, it's, but it has all the TikTok songs. It's, fa- it's kind of fascinating. It feels sort of, yeah, um, robotic or something, like an AI is doing it. What it is. It's probably, exactly, yeah, it's probably exactly <laughs> yeah, it probably just is. their AI. But let Spot- us not Spotify forget. Spotify has
1: become sentient.
3: One of my favorite playlists, I don't think it's still up, but it's back from 2014. They made one called Proud Soccer Mom. <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this on the show before.
1: I think you have.
3: It's one of my favorites, man. It's just <laughs> top 40 songs. <laughs> like it's Pharrell's Happy 10 times in a row. And I just, I kind of miss that. Those are just so funny. Middle-aged so office pure. manager's oh,
0: iPod Nano.
3: <laughs> Edna and Edna in accounts receivable. Is just gonna be the... <laughs> That's the name of the playlist. <laughs>
4: I don't know if y'all went with y'all might have gone with names of actual playlists or maybe y'all made those names up. Were y'all making those names up or were those actual playlists?
1: I made mine up, but it—I mean, it probably exists. I can't be the first person. Mm.
3: Yeah, we—I—I made that up. Those were completely made up. But yeah, but what were you gonna—what were you gonna ask? i think if i had to make one up i probably would, i don't know what i would pick wait what anthony what was the prompt was the prompt to pick a pre-existing one or to make one? Oh up?
0: no just to describe your personality in yeah, the would title of a spotify yeah. playlist oh yeah
3: see you can open that you can really open this up here
1: it's just vague enough <laughs> <laughs> all right that's mine just vague enough oh
3: there it is that's a good that's a good i would good click one. on that that's a that's a
1: it's just big enough to click on.
0: <laughs> like, wait, uh, I, I want to know,
1: though.
0: I'm just, I'm reminded of uh, Sad Alex talking about seeing all of the playlists that she's been put on, like, bumping in my Ford Fiesta, or I'm gonna fuck your dad. <laughs> those, oh, those were great. <laughs> so like so you
3: can see every, every psychotic playlist that someone has put your stuff on, every personal playlist, you can see that on the back end. Is that right? Yep. Wow.
4: Damn. If you'd like, I'll, like, go through and comb through and find, like, five top five
3: names and send them to you guys.
1: Please. Oh, gosh. Please do I can't that. I
3: can believe that.
4: I mean, given that my songs are pretty, like, awesome, but it doesn't matter. Like, you'll still find ridiculous. <laughs> they'll, they'll end up on playlists that they do not belong on. Um, And I, that's what I love because it's just vague enough.
3: <laughs> it's just a bunch of titles, like, people's inside jokes. Um, and. <laughs> A lot of just full emojis. Well, I think we have to we have to point out that Anissa on his Spotify also has a current mood playlist. So check check that out. That's got. And some I'm proud of
4: that playlist too. Like I try to keep it like updated, but also again not to beat the dead horse. But it is just vague enough as well because it's like you've got like Jim Croce and you've got like you know justin bieber and then you've got john mayer but then you've got immortal technique it's like it's i don't know if it's just vague enough it's just sporadic enough
3: i love that jim Croce's on there that's a that's out of man that's to me such a great time in music where you could kind of just it's the era of guys like that and dan fogelberg guys who could just look like that and still be huge (laughs) (laughs) like just sort of look like a dad bro
4: like i feel like this mustache Didn't start as a Jim Croce tribute, but now it's like if I were to shave it (laughs) off, will I lose songwriting power? (laughs) Perhaps. Jim Croce is like one of the most harrowing songwriters of all time, in my opinion. And so like, Mm. I want to feel, I want to feel in line with him.
3: (laughs) Wow. Love that. Would not have expected Jim Croce to come up on this. I love that. Every day for me. <laughs> nice.
0: And I noticed that you also got Abby the Nomad on there, former guest of the show. And oh, much yeah. like you, he brought uh, a piece of food paraphernalia as his, <laughs> as his mood. Raising Kane's chicken mm-hmm. strips. Yeah, that's
4: right. Yep. <laughs> He's the homie, and, and honestly, one of the most talented dudes in the game. Just like able to do it all, but in, in a groovy ass way. My dude's groovy. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, He's also a great podcast guest, anyone out there who has their own. Try to get him.
0: Yep. And I think that all this talk about moods means it's time to create our own mood playlist. Who is ready to play some hashtag mood? Oh, Let's yeah. Let's do it. I, uh, Drew, hit that theme song. Oh my gosh. Yes. Talk about a mood. Talk about a vibe. Thank you, Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty for that amazing hashtag mood theme song. What is hashtag mood? You ask? It is that game that we like to play at the end of every show to showcase our playlist building skills. We are going to head over to the tunes and tumblers inbox where a fan of the show, a friend of the show or a fan of the artist we're speaking to will have left us a mood telling us how they've been doing recently, things that have been on their mind. How how has their life been proceeding? Well, we're about to find out and create a playlist. Each of us gets one song to throw onto that playlist. Drew, do you have something picked out for us?
3: Hey all, I recently got engaged and have been rolling through LA in a day's listening to Ani's discography on repeat. If I had to sum up my mood in a couple words, it would probably be elegant, empathetic. And enigmatically royal. <laughs> Thank you for the auditory bliss,
2: Rowan.
0: What was that about being royal? That's that's the lyrics from
4: Slip. So I say she's yeah. wrapped with the definition of loyal, elegant, empathetic, and enigmatically Enigmatic. royal.
0: Enigmatically royal. That's right. Oh my gosh! Wow, nice. All right, so I'll go first. When I'm thinking of this song, I'm thinking about like a joy that maybe isn't the first one that comes to mind maybe it's a little underrated and i'm going to choose a band that i don't typically listen to it is uh imagine dragons it's their song monday a an album like it's it's not one of the singles it's off their latest album mercury act one and it's about how they're comparing their partner to monday which is in their opinion the best day of the week so underrated and a brand new start. Don't care what all the kids say. You've got the key to my heart. It's a great song. Yeah. You gotta, you know, imagine dragons do have like those really good cuts. You just have to dive deep Here to find we them. we go.
1: What? No. <laughs> it's. I, it of... I, I should have known it would be you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you're that popular, the hits get played to death and you just sometimes you kind of write off a band. But, you know, they got great stuff in there. I think I think I have one. All right.
1: Um, so mine is Number One in Heaven by MNDR. Um, it's just, just kind of like this great electronic poppy, like upbeat song. Uh, where she says stuff like, you know, Number One in Heaven with the bullet. I'll come for you and I can tell them I'm smiling. Like she's just going about doing her thing. And it, I just love this song. Really like raises the mood and makes me want to dance.
3: Damn. That's a good one. There's a spark song with the same title that I also love, but it sounds like they're different ones.
1: Yeah. This one, uh, this one's spelled with the pound sign. If that changes anything. I mean, huge, huge change.
3: (laughs) Um, I got one. I got, um, metronomy was in town recently and, um, they're an all time favorite for me. And I feel like I could pick so many songs. From this one, uh, from this discography, but I think I gotta go with my introduction to the band, which is a thing for me. Which is just such a great, catchy song. It's a up tempo, driving one, very synthy. and um, you know, it's about having your mind made up and um, having each other's hearts and having a thing for each other. And it's just such a feel good. I feel like that would accompany a drive through L.A. very well. Living on that high,
4: I dig that. I, I, that's what I've been thinking too, as I've been going through my brain as to what song to pick is that they mentioned that they've been driving through LA blissfully right now I could interpret this. Right. Um, to be honest with you guys, the first song that came to my mind is not going to be a love song, but it's I'm so paid by Akon. Um, I just yeah. feel like that is a celebratory. If I would just got engaged and I was feeling like on top of the world in LA cruising, like that's when I rolled out my windows, that's one of the songs I'm playing, but I don't think it's on topic enough. And so I'm going to try <laughs> to fit the theme here and um, I'm going to go with It's Going to Be Me by NSYNC.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: And, and I just feel like that is a song where you can lose yourself um, and just kind of like, you know, lean into it and just tap into that part of you that still remembers how amazing NSYNC was when you were growing up and channel it into your current love life. So that's what I'm going to go with.
0: Oh, oh that's perfect. Chef's Damn. kiss for this mood. Also, this person,
3: I think, could be lying also, because I don't know how often I've blissfully driven through L.A. I'm usually angrily driving <laughs> through L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty and upset constantly.
1: I'll, I'll <laughs> let Rewad know that you, calling, that you called him a liar when I see him. <laughs> no congratulations it happens. yes congratulations We're yeah congrats tricky. congrats love you guys
0: well listeners do you have a mood of your own leave us a message by calling or texting the tunes and tumblers hotline at 626-604-6477 tell us the vibe you get after listening to a and we will playlist it with other people's music so there we go and it looks like it is last call here at the tunes and tumblers bar they're ringing that bell the lights are coming on uh they're giving us that finish your drinks you don't have to go home but you can't stay here kind of look uh does anyone have any lingering thoughts anise do you have anything you'd like to plug oh anything i'd like to plug
4: um you know y'all could just look me up at anise uh if you want to you know out you've one benefit of having a relatively unique name you type me in you're probably going to find me Um, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm going to plug my twitter that's what i'm going to plug um my instagram's doing all right my tiktok's doing all right my youtube's doing all right you know i'm pretty i'm pretty you know proud of where everything is but i'm going to plug my twitter i like to put my thoughts there and um y'all can listen to my song slip if you want uh it's a love song it's blissful it probably would have worked for that la mood playlist <laughs> um, and it's a song I'm really proud of too. Hell yeah.
0: And if you haven't heard of Anise before, that is Anise spelled A N E E uh instead of A N I, even though he is a star, just like an Anise. Hey, I appreciate it. Sweeter <laughs> <laughs> than licorice, baby. Mm, there you go. <laughs> Anise, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. This has been one of my favorite conversations ever i can't speak for the guys but is that feeling um, mutual
1: absolutely absolutely one of the most uplifting <laughs> we get so dark but you know thank you this is, this has been great
0: yeah it wasn't a cool
4: change of pace i really liked kicking it with y'all y'all each have your own personality tone musical taste and just i feel the vibes are cohesive here like i feel like we could be you know in the garage at night drinking hand Deep convo till four in the morning Hey,
0: if you're ever in la after this uh after omicron dies down uh hit us up we're gonna try to do this in person again eventually
4: i'm gonna be in la a lot this year so i'll take you i'll take y'all
0: up on that yeah and thank you all for listening to tunes and tumblers tunes and tumblers is an atwood magazine podcast and a member of the pantheon podcast network Be sure to follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out a lot. It doesn't matter if it's Spotify, Apple Music. We're on, like, everywhere. We're on Pandora. We're on Audible. Uh, Wherever you listen to stuff, you can listen to us on your Alexa. Just, Just ask her to play us right now. Um, Also, if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can directly support the pod, as I have said earlier. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make those delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And next week we start Parch March, or our alcohol-free version of Dry January. But that doesn't mean we're closing up shop. Tune in for some delicious mocktail recipes, tasty tunes, and unmissable artist interviews. And until then, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers gentlemen.
2: gentlemen. If you're gonna be the one for me, I'ma need you to keep it true. And if I'm gonna be the one for you, then you must let me come through so we can do what lovers do. On the move, me and you, just the two of us. You. and if I'm gonna be the one for you then you must let me come to-